0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions! I know you are out there doing courageous things today. Anybody who's outside today here in this area is very courageous because it is bitter, bitter, bitter cold out today and I have not even ventured out for one second, although I might end up having to go out and just peek in the mailbox in a little while later. It's one of those, like, the snow crunches. I just heard my neighbor pull up in it. Like, it's that squeaky, crunchy where everything is just so frozen. Ugh, it's awful. So I'll be glad when it it starts to warm up, and I'm glad I didn't have to go out and do anything today. Um, I was able to do all my things inside. So, hey, yeah, I've been, uh, this week has been um, a little bit... uh, I don't know, I just was feeling like the marketing stuff was overwhelming. And lo and behold, this arrived in my mailbox yesterday. I had forgotten that I had ordered this. There was a free, or I think it was free plus shipping and handling offer that came through one of the funnel uh, Facebook groups, the Funnel Alumni, and that's the Dream 100. I had talked about that in um, uh, Challenge... Day 19 of the 80-Day Challenge. Oh, let me see which podcast episode that was. Uh Because that will be more helpful. Um, The Dream 100. Oh, this is 19. Was it 19? Oh, 19, sorry. Uh, So that was episode 42. And this is, by the way, Lainey Friedrich. uh, And today is episode 57. And we are on day 33 of the... Change the world in 80 days. You're like, too many numbers. Stop with all the numbers. Anyway, all you have to know is you're here now listening. And I um, got the book and I started reading it last night. As you can tell, I'm about, I don't know, maybe a fourth of the way through. And it talks about your Dream 100 and how you want to have relationships with them so that your products complement the things that they're doing. And so I sketched out... Sorry to... And for I sketched out um, some ideas that I have about um, the um, opportunity guides that I'm doing for the various organizations. And I thought, you know what? At the moment, I've been doing the opportunity guides with the thought of then the next thing I would offer people is the um, sort of the master class package. Um, but it, it seemed like that was too much. It was too quick. It was just there were a lot of reasons why that doesn't really make sense in the flow of things. So I thought, you know what, how about if the next thing I offer them is to do their personal advocacy chart? And originally I was hesitant about doing personal advocacy charts because it takes takes a lot of my time. Um, It takes more than just the hour-long session that I do it with the person. And that hour that I'm doing that with them, I'm not working on other marketing things. However, if they like what I'm doing then, hopefully they'll refer me. So it is a form of marketing, I guess. But it's really the the easy next step because it's the natural next step because when you have an opportunity guide for an organization, let's say the Veg Michigan one, um, that's like if somebody is a supporter of Veg Michigan and they want to do more stuff, then it's like okay, their next natural question is okay now how do I fit this into my life. Um, and they don't want to go through a whole webinar or class, you know, a webinar, an hour long webinar to learn how to do that by me. And they're, they don't want to go through a six week masterclass. I'm thinking they just want quick, they want a quick answer to the problem, which is I want to do more. How do I fit it into my life? So if I do the opportunity guide and then, um, I offer them a personal chart and I thought I would give a discount for, um, so $50 off. For people who are coming to me through VEG Michigan. And this is what I'm gonna talk with VEG Michigan and other organizations about and say, hey, I normally charge $97 for the hour. Um, and so I'll make this offer It'll probably include the self care notepad and the self care assessment. And I might do that bell curve. Um, uh, video that I did the other yesterday, because I, I think that's so helpful to people when they're talking to other people and just go play in your playground and have fun there. And don't worry about what they're doing on the other side of the chalk line. And for those of you that didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, go back and listen to yesterday's and then you'll know what I'm talking about. So anyway, then I thought, huh, then the next sort of up level thing that I could offer people is the change the world in 80 days. Because I think that sounds so sexy. If I say to people, when people ask me, what do you do right now? It's it's kind of cumbersome to say, you know, I, I teach people how to advance their cause in ways they never imagined while having more fun than they ever thought possible. That's a little too much. But if I say to somebody, I help people change the world in 80 days, whoa, like that kind of stops in your tracks and you're like, Whoa! What? What does she do? Is she like magic? I wanna, I wanna know more. What are you talking about? Change the world in 80 days? Yeah, that's what I do. I help people change the world in 80 days, man. They need me. I need them. Okay. And then, and then I thought, then, then if people are really like, if they did this 80 days thing with me, which would be. Th- um, they'd already have the one initial session and then so it would be two more sessions and that'll get you through 12 weeks if it's a monthly session. Um, and then there's the Advocacy Genius package that I could do with the the web class because if somebody goes through that and they did the 80 days thing with me and then they really like maybe if, if um, you know, that ideal customer would probably be somebody who's like in a leadership role and really wants to, you know, dive in deeper. I don't even know. I mean, maybe that's, I think that I'm going to offer it and see if that meets people's needs. If it doesn't, then I'll tweak that part. But I think this seems to me a natural progression. I'm going to give people the opportunity guide for free for the organization and then say, hey, do you want your personal chart? And hey, oh, by the way, if we're going to do your personal chart, are you ready to change the world in 80 days? Are you courageous? Yes, you are. Let's go change the world in 80 days. Because we are Courageous Cause Champions, that's what we do. And I've been working on my um, manifesto. We don't feel afraid, we feel enlightened. We don't pick our battles, we pick our platforms. We don't feel helpless, we feel passionate. We don't get control, we get educated. We don't stay outraged, we stay engaged. We don't feel helpless, we feel heroic. We don't get angry, we get effective. We don't feel exhausted, we feel exuberant. We don't act defensively, we act strategically. We don't get the wind knocked out of us, we get the wind in our sails. We don't stay sad, we stay organized. We don't do what drains us, we do what energizes us. We don't just cope, we just create fun. We don't yell in frustration, we roar with determination. We don't resist, we persist. We don't try to convince, we stay curious. We don't feel anxious, we feel empowered. We don't do just any activity, we do what makes an impact. We don't commit to a cause, campaign, or organization. We commit to our own personal values. And the reason I have that last one, I know some people are like, what do you mean you don't commit to a cause, campaign, or organization? Listen, if one of your loved ones was in the hospital and it was between going to take care of them in the hospital or going to one of your meetings for your organizations, you would tell the organization, "Uh, see ya, bye, I can't make the meeting. Um, All I'm just saying is that sometimes people, you know, this is just saying if a cause or a campaign or organization, if something about that starts to not be in alignment with your own personal values, whether it's how it's being led or what their direction is going or something that's going on or they're doing or whatever, um, you know, stick with your own personal values. This is the these causes, campaigns or organizations are um, conduits for you to. Um, express and create in the world your personal values. That's why I left that on there, because you can tell I'm passionate about that piece right there. It's important. And oh, by the way, <clears throat> I'm gonna clean this up. I was just making some additions on this manifesto, and I'll get it out there. It's you know, it's it's a living document. It keeps, as you can tell by the handwritten things on there, it keeps evolving um, as things come up. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this way. How do I want to feel? <clears throat> Because, yeah, this week I've just been feeling like a lot of things, I just felt like they weren't, they weren't gelling. I mean, I just, I just felt lost in a lot of different angles of business and personal life. So, um, yeah, this, today I feel a lot better. Anyway, so getting to the topic of today's uh, podcast, which is um, what happened when I took my own advice. I, after I started reading this, I thought, okay, my Dream 100, what have I been doing with them? Because I have been reaching out and creating opportunity guides, um, you know, not feverishly, but pretty regularly. And um, some things are starting to gel and some things um, not quite yet. And I just thought, okay, let me step back. If these are the relationship, let me just sort of assess, you know, this this isn't the final word, this isn't the last. Oh my gosh, something just blew across the snow uh, in my backyard. And the snow in my backyard is like like a sheet of ice. It's like an ice rink all the way across it. This thing just went like sliding across there. Wow, that's what happens when you get a ton of snow and then you get a deep freeze after it. It's just like everything is just like ice blocks of snow underneath. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Squirrel. (laughs) Um, So I I thought okay, let me figure out where I'm at right now. So I uh, put you can it's probably hard to see in the video, and I apologize. And for those of you who are listening, uh, I will describe it. On the left hand side, um, I have a column, and each line item is a different organization. That I've either been participating with in some form or fashion and or I did their I created their opportunity guide whether or not they have started to um, you know talk to me about it Um, so then the first column I've got 101 then the next column is 201, 301, 401, 501 those are the column headings in the normal form of the um, chart. So instead of the line items being the eight self-care categories, they are just organizations or Facebook pages or something, because I wanted to. I wanted to sort of assess and say like, what activities have I been doing? Like, where have I been spending my time in relation to these Dream One Hundreds? Because and and other organizations and things, because I'm like, if I. You know, if if an organization is going to be my Dream 100, it should be one that I really want to spend a lot of time interacting with. And Veg Michigan here right at the very top is a perfect example because in the 101 column, I am a member and I'm on their Facebook page. In 201, I go to quite a few of their events. I love, I don't go to everyone, uh, of course, because they're all over the uh, state and Metro Detroit and whatever, um, but I do go to events. I like going to their events. Uh, I do invite others to their events, so that's a 301. And then I, in 401, I did their opportunity guide, and I'm scheduled to give a presentation at Veg Michigan. Um, so those are easy to do. I enjoy doing those things already. So the business and sort of the personal time spent um, is a good combination. In other words, that's that's truly what a Dream 100 should look like. Now, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't think there's enough hours in my day that I really personally am going to be interacting with 100 different organizations in my personal life and my business life. So I am not going to have 100 on here right now. But I think the thing is, like, start with some of them and, and work your way up. So anyway, I went through, kind of circled the ones. And and it. those of you who... Uh, Looking at the video. So a lot of, almost all of these names on here, I'm on their Facebook. Um, You know, I I like their Facebook page. And then it it drops off super dramatically, like super dramatically. The 201, there are very few... I don't know, there's probably 30 names on this list, but there's very few, maybe 10 on here, One, two, three, four, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, um, that I am that already doing activities in the 201. So I took a look at that, and I'm like, okay, PBNSG, that's the other um, plant-based nutrition support group, local one, big or, uh, vegan organization. So I do their sign-up geniuses for their events. Um, and, you know, I volunteered quite a bit with them over the last few years. And I did their opportunity guide, and I... Um, uh, have asked them for the opportunity to give a presentation um, oh that's not on here but um, but yeah so that would you know that's a 401 activity I haven't, I haven't invited people to there so that's another thing that I can just kind of make myself self aware of like how come I'm not inviting other people well they haven't had too many really really big events anyway and they do a lot of great publicity um, but I should I should whenever there's events I should post that to my network And then, like, here's another good example the Royal Oak Democratic Club. I'm a member and I go to some of their meetings, and I'm going to give the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact presentation uh, to them in March. So, uh, and that's one that here's a big gap um, that's visible in the 301. I have not been inviting people to their meetings. Um, Part of it is just this realization that, you know, like, a lot of my friends I have friends from like lots of different walks of, of life um and they have a wide variety of interests um and they're not like I have vegan friends and you know who aren't interested in the Democratic Party I have Democratic Party friends who uh Jennifer would be one she'd be one that she is interested in veganism and the Democratic Party and we have both gone to events for both Veg Michigan and the, some of the democratic stuff <clears throat> but it's it's few a few she 's like the only one I think where I have like more than one personal interest of mine someone else is interested in that um, and she 's- po- really politically plugged in actually i should I should ask Jennifer to be a guest on my podcast she's She has definitely been inspirational to me i 'm going to do that um, so then let 's see come down to. Royal Oak Area Runners. Um, you know, I run with them in the summer. I may do a couch to 5K group for them um, next year. We'll see. And then I was talking to them about that. And then here's the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact. So that one, there's stuff all the way across, right? Because I'm in their Facebook group. I'm, uh, I'm going to start doing lives to the Facebook group. But anyway, I, you know, I'm connecting with and um, interacting with. I've got t- Two meetings tonight, two conference calls tonight with people, like-minded people from other states, who are gonna um, give me some strategic advice on the Michigan campaign. And then I'm gonna go on Sunday. Um, Andy Levin's got his swearing-in ceremony. And I'm going to go with some um, new flyers and recruit more volunteers. So that's a 301 level. So I had I had the 101, 201, and the 301 level. And then the 401, um, you know, ASA did the opportunity guide. And then um, I'm working with the advisors in sort of a leadership role. And that's one that, you know, I kind of want to back up from, I mean... Um, I'm hoping as I recruit the volunteers that I can recruit somebody to be the leadership team because that's really not the role. As interesting as it is, um, that is not the role I wanted to play. So I don't have any updates today of um, Lainey's going to Lansing about that because um, I just, I needed to not spend any more time on it today for a minute because I'm trying to spend like a half an hour a day on average Um, and I spent a bunch of time on it earlier in the week and over the weekend, and I'm going to be on two conference calls tonight that are going to be combined about an hour and a half between the two of them. So anyway, that's, that's one where when I looked at this, um, I don't know that that's an organization particularly that I can do an opportunity guide with to get, um, you know, leads and to be compatible Uh, We'll see. Um, Moms Demand Action, so that's one that I have gone to some of their meetings. So I'm on their Facebook group, 101. Uh, 201, I've gone to some meetings. 301, I do repost some of their interesting information and calls to action. Um, And then I did their opportunity guide and talked to uh, one one of the people on the leadership team about that. So that would be a really good one to continue to push to partner with. Um, and then let's see Andy Levin's office. Um, you know, I've been talking to his assistant, so that might be w- uh, another one that I can do an opportunity guide with because um, he's going to be in office for a while, hopefully. And um, yeah. So anyway, so it made me realize that a lot of a lot of these organizations. The the lesson learned from this particular sheet of paper is that a lot of organizations, I did their opportunity guides because I had some surface interest in them, or um, they were something that I thought, oh, this would be a good thing, you know, to plug into um, with the current, you know, uh, I guess, activism, advocacy, or whatever. Um, But it It shows that I don't really have much of a personal interest in that. Now, you go down here to Audubon, um, and that bird organization, I am on their Facebook group. I use their ideas for, you know, habitat, bird habitat, and then I repost their posts. That's 301. And then I did an opportunity guide for them. So that's one that, even though it's a national organization, um, I could, um, I'm hoping this book, this 100, um, Dream 100 book, he promises that it teaches you how to approach even the largest of prospects. And so that would be one of the ones that I will practice that theory with when I get to those chapters. Because that's an organization I really like. I like their posts. Their posts are positive, and then some of them are about um, you know, what's going wrong, but here's how we can fix it. Some of these other ones, like uh you know, I'll get to Planned Parenthood, but Man, every it seems like everything that they do is like drama, 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 and not that not that this stuff isn't serious. It is serious, but you know you can't keep people in the on the fight or flight mode all the time. I mean you can you can try, but people are not going to want to stay there, and it's just not healthy. And I just don't think it's as effective. That's just me though. Okay, so the next thing I did is I took that list. Um, oh, I took a new sheet of paper, and I didn't do any. Um, columns at all I just wanted to write down like groups that I personally enjoy following on Facebook and I added a bunch of stuff Reiki group and you know the funnel stuff that's this marketing stuff Dana Nessel I worked on her campaign to get nominated by the party um Planned Parenthood's on my list even though sometimes there's their posts just get me annoyed um Legal Women Voters, um, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. I am a donor um, to that organization, I have been for many years, financial supporter. So that should definitely be on my list. I think I feel a little bit overwhelmed at the idea of doing PCRM's Opportunity Guide because they have so many things. Um, but I do need to to dive in because I have, um, you know, spoken several times with people there. I am. I do have a legacy gift um where they're named in. So, I you know, they do pick up the phone and talk to me. Um so that would be an organization that I can reach out to about um offering again this opportunity guide with uh personal chart and then to their to their people and then um you know, my other offerings. Anyway, so once I did that, then I thought to myself, you know, I just I want to kind of lay it out so a new sheet of paper. I love new sheets. I love blank pieces of paper. It's like, there's, uh, everything is potential when you have a white sheet of paper and a pen or a marker or a crayon or anything in front of you. I love, I love that feeling. Um, so I dis, uh, so the column headings on this sheet, I did city, county, state, national, international, because I wanted to kind of see like how many, um, who, who's at what level and, you know, if I'm trying to build up my, I guess, confidence and, track record if I start at the city and work my way up to these bigger organizations. That's just in my head. This book may tell me, this hundred um, Dream 100 book may tell me, you know, don't limit yourself that way. So, but anyway, I, I wanted to put the names down here. And then I also, on the far left, I created a column for causes to kind of see. I tried to group them together because I was just like, you know, let me see. You know, some of these thing organizations that I've done an opportunity guide for That you know just created and have been trying to reach out to them or or haven't had a chance to reach out to them yet Um, they just may not fit in the bigger categories of what I want to focus on right now personally like maybe down the road but um, so I ended up with a couple of big categories like one of the big causes is democratic parties and then down here I had democratic candidates so on I'll show you in a second the sheet after that. Um, I lump those two together as like parties and candidates and elected officials who are from the Democratic Party. So that's like Democratic Party. Um, Veganism is definitely a category. Uh, Voter equality, the nonpartisan movements about voter equality, that's a cause. Um, Common sense gun laws, uh, you know, I really like promoting that cause because I think Moms Demand Action is really... They have really good factual information. Um, then there's... And they're, they seem to be well organized. And then the... So then women's rights, healthcare rights, and then a couple of these local ones that I had done, like Vista Maria Haven and Turning Point, are like shelters for uh, women who um, have are in bad home situations and that's where they can go. So I kind of lumped that all into like women's issues. Um, and then I had a couple... More that were environmental. And what what came to light here is that there were certain things where I only had like one organization in that category. Like I did my sister's golden years, Alaska Malamute Rescue. And, you know, so that was the only animal rescue on here. And I'm just, it's not that I don't support animal rescues, but it's not a personal passion of mine. Like I don't see myself going to, you know, animal rescue events. Like that's, it's just not it's not something i do as part of my level 101 interests so i ca- cross that off as anything that i want to continue to pursue and the same with like running i mean it's just really the one club i'm not a super running um aficionado that wants to you know do all these running things i mean it's just kind of a way to keep my butt in shape um literally like the, my glutes um anyway Then the environment one, yep, I kept that on there as a group. Oh, the activist groups, I kind of went back, and I went back and forth on um, the FEMS for Change and then the Indivisible, the local group, and then the national group. And I thought, you know what, do I really want to reach out to them and and whatever? But I think, for right now, I think the answer is yes, because um, there is a great crossover. I think there, we'll see. I mean, if... Because it kind of, the reason I am hesitating is because, you know, when I look at their posts, they're really about, like, let's go protest somewhere. Um, and that's really not my whole thing. You know, that they're really, that's their reason for being, I think, is activism. Um, and, you know, to do activism-type activities. Um, which is fine. I I like the reminders that they give me, like, call your representative on... Um, so they they're kind of a maybe they may drop off just because we're we approach things from a different perspective, where I'm trying to approach it from advocacy. Um, but I do I you know I I have a great respect for the the things that they're doing, and I feel like I'm kind of already sort of stepping into that realm because there's a, there's quite a bit of crossover here between what they are doing, which is you know, um, femmes for changes. Nonpartisan, but um, indivisible, that's for the ninth district, ninth Democratic district, or the ninth district. Um, and those are, I'm pretty clear that those are Democratic people. Um, what was I going to say? And, you know, they, um, one of the leaders of indivisible, that indivisible group had expressed an interest in me talking to their group about the national popular vote interstate compact. So they you know they're, i'm going to be I see them at these events. I mean, I see a lot of these people, so I feel like I feel like it's good to um, connect with them and offer this to so that they know what I'm doing, you know, even if it's just more of like um, so that they're not um, wondering what it is that I do out in the world uh, and then the clean water I put in with environmental stuff um so it was interesting to me to see like a couple of things at the city level, uh, quite a few more at the county level, quite a few at the state and the national level, and then a couple of international groups. And um, so that, that just, um, this sheet was really h- helpful to, <coughs> excuse me, to hone in on some specific causes. <coughs> excuse me. me. Get some water here. it helped me kind of um, eliminate a few categories and um, organizations that I just am not going to have the time to spend the time on right now because they didn't fall into a category where I've got, um, you know, other organizations. So then I kind of cleaned it all up on this new sheet of paper. Um, The column on the left has Um, subheadings like veganism and then it's got the three vegan groups underneath it and then I've got level 101, 201, 301, 401, 501 Um, and so this is this is kind of showing me again where what what are the things that I just am not participating in at all like women's rights other than doing the opportunity guides for some of these organizations I have and I'm in their Facebook groups. Um, that kind of goes without saying, I guess. They... Because uh, I'm in all all these Facebook groups. And then... Um, but I don't do anything else with them. Like, I don't do anything else with Turning Point or Haven or Vista Marie. Even though I'm on their mailing list. And I started getting their emails. And it's like... It just feels like too much. Like, it, it's not... Going to their events doesn't feel like a strong enough pull for me right now. Whereas... Um, you know, if it's a vegan thing, I'm like, hey, what is it? You know, I'm excited to see what it is, and I might want to go. And um, so I don't know. I I just didn't I mean, this is all a work in process. I don't know if that's if I should say to myself, hey, why don't you just step back from that stuff right now? But there's a part of me that wants to do more for women's rights. I hate sitting on the sideline. I hate staying at just I mean, I like level one oh one of taking care of my own um rights and but I feel like yeah, I, as I'm thinking through it, like the two oh one is the tricky part. Like do I wanna connect with like minded people about turning point and what's going on with them and about Haven and what's going on with them and Vista Maria? I just I almost feel like it's just too too much right now like as far as like events that I would attend um, or meetings that I would go to like I, I don't know I don't really want to give up my time doing anything else to start going to their events so um, I'm gonna have to think through how to approach this dream 100 list because if I'm not really plugged into to the work that they do um, maybe the book will tell me like is that okay I mean, is that, is it enough that I'm just offering them this and saying, hey, I love the work that you do, um, you know, here's the opportunity guide I did for yours, here's something I can offer. Oh, the other thing I'm, I forgot to mention that I want to offer to these organizations when I, when I op- approach them about with, with their opportunity guide in hand and say, hey, look what I did for you. Is offer free um, chart sessions for their board members because that'll give them a chance to get more familiar with the chart. And oh, and I'm you know, and also offer to you know sit down with their board like I did with the um, Royal Oak Democratic Club and explain the chart and how they can use it to help their organization. So I would offer that for free, and then do the advocacy charts for the board members for free so that. It, if they're going to promote or if they're going to let me promote to their list this offer, I want them to really know what it is and know that it's beneficial so that they can give me testimonials. So I would love to do that for these organizations and say like, hey, I'll get to know your board. So I guess maybe that's a tool—one like connect with like-minded people. Maybe that's how I can kind of make this all seem to make sense in my head is that I don't have to go to the meetings. I will connect with them um, by connecting with their board members and talk to them about the priorities that they have and how I can help them with that. Um, and and maybe that's plenty. You know, that seems like an awful lot. That's, that's a lot of time invested on my part. I would much rather spend um, a couple of hours doing advocacy charts for individual board members than to sit through, you know, meetings for organizations that it's not that I'm not interested in them. It's just that currently I don't have a lot of passion about them. Whereas I have a lot of passion about voter equality and I have a lot of passion about veganism and I have a lot of passion about, you know, start just getting to know my, um, elected officials. Um, so I guess that's as, thanks for listening, all of you. You helped me, help me make sense of all this in my head. Um, so that's maybe my 201 for those organizations and just say, hey, um, you know, this is my contribution to connect with you all. Um, we're like-minded. We want to advance these things and I can help that way. Um, opportunity guide's always a 401 action. Um, and then maybe they can say, hey, we're having this event that we'd like you to, I don't know, speak at or offer your stuff at or whatever, and you know, then that could be a three hundred one where I could invite other people to come to their event because maybe I'm speaking at it. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, that's how it's happening with Veg Michigan and the Royal Oak Democratic Party. Is I'm inviting. I invited my parents to the Sterling Heights one, so I guess I could write that on there. I'll add that. Um, invited parents. Invited to the meeting that I'm going to be speaking at. So here's my parents who've never, ever, ever gone to um, a Sterling Heights Democratic Club meeting or any other city club's meeting, um, or maybe any other Democratic Club meeting. And here they're planning on coming to see me speak there. So oh, that might create some inroads, and that'll that would qualify as my 301. So yeah, so that that works. Then that's I can I can feel good about that in my head. Uh, no, I feel better. Oh, thanks. Whew. And look at this last sheet is a blank sheet of paper because um, there's that's about it. That's how I wrapped it up. It was all I wanted to show today is you know these levels work and this is another reason why I do want to go back to. Um, doing these for individuals first, first, first for a lot of individuals, and then if people are like, oh, I love this stuff, can you tell me, you know, can you teach me more about the levels, then I'll be like, yes, I have a master class, and all these goodies that go with it, Um, but to me, I just feel like I I like, that because I don't, I can't teach this stuff, like I can't necessarily, I can't really teach somebody, here's the book, Um, I can't teach somebody how to go through all these, um, you know, kind of map it out in the couple of steps that I went to. This is really, that's what I bring to the table. I bring to the table this um, this teaching ability. And down the road, after I've done, you know, a 100 of these charts for people, maybe I can get it down to like a system that I can teach other people. And then I can have other people do the charts as well. Not just me. I'll have a I could have a team of people that do the charts um, while I work my Dream 100. Um, But in the meantime, I like doing that. I really do. So I figure it's better for me to give people $50 off and get more um, chart appointments than to have those appointment times go unused. And again, it gives me a lot of goodwill and it's really my, the skin in the game that I'm putting in there for these organizations. So I just wanted to share that with you. This this stuff works and this is how it works. It's good to reassess. Uh, it was good for me to go back and I went back to my level, uh, my own chart, my own advocacy chart and kind of looked at my self-care categories and um, made sure that I um, realized where what areas are a little bit draining right now and kind of think of ways to reinforce those and which areas are in in energizing right now and to keep doing those and so for those of you on the um, podcast, this book it's called Dream 100 book, the author is Dana Derricks D-E-R-R-I-C-K-S now he charges a ridiculous what I think is a ridiculous amount of money um, I happen to have a link because he charges like $400 or something stupid for this book um is it worth it? Maybe. Will I generate more than $400 from it probably if, you know, if if his testimonials are true. Um but at the end of the day, you know, I did not want to invest $400 uh in that right now. But um I had gotten a link that we were not supposed to share in one of these um funnel alumni groups uh, that he'd offered to us. And so I took it up I took him up on it. It was, I think, it was a free plus shipping and handling. So, of course, that gets me in his email list. Anyway, that is it for today. I just want to let you know if you need any of the help, help with this. Let's do a session. I'm gonna offer it now for um, because I love you all so much. I am gonna offer the one hour um, personal advocacy chart session. This is a private advocacy chart. Everything held in complete confidential. Um, with you and me and nobody else, uh, that is going to be $47 because I'm going to give you $50 off. So if you would like to schedule that with me, let me know. And once I have the funnel page created, I will start putting that on my podcast links. I don't now. So in the meantime, just reach out to me at Laney at, and uh, the easiest one is Couch25A, t- um, which is couch two T O the number five, the letter A, dot com. Or you can try my, um, this one works too, This the new one, Lainey, at the letter E, the letter Z, advocacy.com. That's it for today. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you, if you're here in Michigan, please stay warm. Do not go outside if you don't have to. Bundle up and we'll talk soon. Namaste.